Wow. First, anything is possible in our brand new DIY studio <laughs> in um, Lucas's garage. Just wow. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. That's right. Um, we're recording this on January 29th, 2022, so about a week and a half before this episode's due to come out. Lucas, why is, why is today significant? Uh, a brand new Pokemon game just came out. Oh. Called oh. Pokemon Legends Arceus or Arceus Legends? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Pokemon Arceus Legends. I'm going to confirm it for you. Po- fuck. <laughs> it's Pokemon Legends Arceus. So um, pretty significant game that dropped um, the Discord. Our, our Discord community has been pretty, pretty excited about it. I know we got a couple big uh, Pokemon fans in there. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of publicity, negative publicity about this game because a lot of people were taking a look at early screenshots and graphics of the game and saying, this looks like a game from like 2008. Yeah. And it's like, does not live up to a, the standard visually that a game nowadays lives up to. You know, I have I to agree. I just feel like that's I, Nintendo it, though, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's just, if the game is good, the game is good kind of thing. I mean, it if it's, which right now, you know, it sounds like it's actually pretty good uh, from what we hear. So yeah, the the general sentiment is that it is it is fun. Um, I was talking to one of my buddies, Corbin, this morning. Actually, he loves Pokemon, the whole franchise, and he was playing it. Um, he's already been playing it. Love a good Corbin. Bit. And he was talking about how exactly what you just said. Like the game itself is really fun, but it's surprising how much of a step back it is, considering like how good Sword and Shield looked for what it was, or for yeah. how good even the, um, you know brilliant diamond and shining pearl remakes looked right it's crazy because you could just build a really good looking game off of any unreal f4 engine like i mean i know they won't do that but like games no matter who makes them look good now because the engines just look so great yeah i mean i guess it i don't know what engines are i guess it's running on switch i don't know what technical limitations they have but i mean they fucking put out the Witcher on Switch. It can run a good looking Nintendo <laughs> game at the very least, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm kind of, I'm, I'm honestly pretty surprised by that. But general reception of it seems pretty good so far. Um, Lucas, what do you think the lowest score it's gotten so far is from review critics? Ooh, I think the lowest score it's gotten so far, seven and a half. Six? Six and a half? Seven. Seven. Um, who do you think gave it that? IGN. IGN, baby. <laughs> IGN is like, IGN is like the hipster contrarian these days. Actually, no, that's really more of us with like calling out bad games. But, yeah, but IGN is the um, it's like a hive mind way yeah. of thinking thing. I don't know, but I, I'm honestly pretty is, surprised. Is IGN like the pitchfork of video games? Uh, honestly, that's not that's not a bad take. Yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty on that's pretty on yeah. the nose there. It has a 85 out of 100 on Metacritic so far. Uh, Game Informer, 8.75 out of 10. GameSpot, 8 out of 10. Four and a half stars for from Games Radar. Um, as far as like a grading scale, IGN is basically the only one that gave them anything lower than an 80%. So yeah, the thing the thing that's trick the tricky thing about the IGN stuff, just little, like from what I understand with what they do, is they put an expert on a game genre on as a reviewer for the game so most likely the reviewer of this was probably a pokemon fan or somebody who like likes rpgs or yeah. is on like maybe well, covers i'm kind of wondering beat. like did they put someone that plays a bunch of pokemon on this then or did they put someone that is like a breath of the wild fan see that's the thing and for those of you like that don't know is the new pokemon game is is like kind of like a breath of the wild like i mean it's like an open world kind of traversal like pokemon big pokemon game it's not like a regular pokemon game yeah. like like ruby or gold silver whatever and like i don't know the thing is is that when you put a reviewer on a game like this that is a big pokemon fan it might be a little radical to their idea of a pokemon game and therefore they might not view it as like a pokemon game where like somebody like me or you who like we've played some pokemon games we might like them we like the pokemon series or genre or the anime or whatever yeah it's like we'll probably like this game, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Probably like it more than the reviewer liked it. I think this is definitely a net positive for the Pokemon franchise, the game franchise at least as a whole, because undeniably it was definitely getting. I mean, it's been rinse and repeat since like what ninety six, ninety five, whenever the original ones came out on the Game Boy Color. But yeah. um, I, I think it's good that they're inserting a breath of fresh air because like it's still battling, but like you're actively engaging in the battle. Well, like your character can literally. 
like your human character can literally like get in the way and take hits from what Corbin was telling me. That's pretty awesome. Um, and some of the memes have been great so far. Like I guess there's these Pokemon called, oh, I forget what they're called, but they're basically like just like really like belligerent versions of a certain Pokemon that'll show up randomly. And it's just like a Pokemon, but like with demon red eyes. Oh, wow. Um, so there's just like, I saw this funny one of a Snorlax, which is like demon red eyes attacking someone. A <laughs> real human? A, Yes. Wow. IRL right down there at Elysium Park. Um, <laughs> no, I saw and like they threw out their Oshawa to try and fight it, like their little starter Pokemon. And this poor little Osh, it's like just this poor little Oshawa just gets destroyed by a hyper beam, and it's just like, damn. I'm actually looking forward <laughs> to playing this game at some point. I think we should get it on the pod to do. Oh yeah, for, for sure. sure, for sure. That's um, it'd be our first Pokemon game. It would, yeah, it would, which would be interesting. And you don't really even play Pokemon. I've played it. I've played you? Gold and I've played Ruby. Okay, so as long as yeah. you have some experience with it, that's yeah. fine. But yeah, what I was getting to as well, what the way they're doing things now, it really is reminiscent to me of the kind of turnaround and direction that Assassin's Creed did. Whereas they were coming out with like Assassin's Creed 3 and Assassin's Creed Black Flag and so on and so forth, which personally, I really liked all those games. They were all set in a very unique um Know, setting and like in history I'm a little bit of a history nerd sometimes so I was having a good time with them but the underlying game formula wasn't really changing that much right and then starting with I want to say oh, I forget which one was the first change in it but whichever one was sent in like Egypt I think it was Assassin's Creed Odyssey maybe um totally just like revamped it went way heavier on the RPG side rather than just like a fun third person action adventure game mm-hmm and a lot of people have liked it. I know uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla was a hit. Frankly, I'm not even really sure that the assassin aspect is that important of a thing anymore. But yeah, um, yeah, people are receiving it very well. So I'm glad to see that these franchises are at least trying to switch things up yeah. and stay relevant rather than just it's, continuously milking the poor cow that's like, let me die. <laughs> it's good for gamers overall, for sure. And, um, yeah. you know, even if the game was like less than ideal or got, you know, unanimously like sevens or something like that it's like yeah. hey at least nintendo is like experimenting with something yeah. it's important that they try to do something different and this is the game that a lot of pokemon fans have been wanting for a long time so now they get it and now hopefully the next one is even better yeah. you know and that's well, what i was gonna say too like this this sounds exactly like what people have actually wanted yeah right? yeah. yeah totally so so i got a question for you on the subject of pokemon oh did you watch the pokemon anime growing up bro you tell me Ash Catch's mom wasn't your first crush. <laughs> what about Nurse Joy, though? Bro, ask uh, mom. Who is the cop? Who is Officer um, Jenny? There was Nur- Nurse Joy was Nurse Joy. Oh, wow. Officer um, Jenny. Officer was the, Jenny. Yeah. Those were the two perpetually just always around that uh, Brock was always chasing after. And um, definitely everyone's fr- first crush after Ash's mom. <laughs> I was I was into Misty. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Those overalls, man. Are you kidding me? But they're like shorts. Yeah. Who's to say? <laughs> also, yeah. Wow. I don't know. Weird. But wow, anime. That's crazy. That's the subject of today's episode. No way. <laughs> what? Did you just transition <laughs> yeah. to the episode? <laughs> I did. So shoot. So today, Matt and I will be discussing our Mount Rushmore of anime. Uh, top four for each of us. Um, you know, for those of you that have been listening to the show for a little while, you know, Matt and I are not only gamers, we're into all sorts of nerdy things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and anime is one of them. Yes. And, uh, you know, over the last, man, what, 10 years or so, anime has just hit some platinum age. It's just gotten crazier and better and better and more and more. Netflix, uh, Netflix bought anime. (laughs) (laughs) The whole thing. Pretty much. Yeah. It's pretty interesting too, because like. I don't know. For the longest time, anime was just this nerdy thing to watch. But I feel like right around the time I was graduating from high school in 2014, it became like cool. Yeah, and I was like, totally. let, let me have my thing, you fucks. <laughs> 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 now, I mean, you know, honestly, I think anime is sick. The more people I watch it, the better. So I'm all for yeah. it. Yeah, totally. Well, back in the day, I mean, Lucas and I have an older brother who, I mean, has always loved video games and Japanese culture and anime. So I used to go to basically the swap meet with our older brother Shay and we would literally buy like VHS Japanese so crazy versions of like Dragon Ball Z movies that didn't even come out in America <laughs> and you know we were nerding out super hardcore going to this like nerdy uh 
you know, place called Frankenstein's that was a swap meet to buy Yo. these VHSs. Frankenstein's baby. And that was like, yeah, that was way before it was cool. Like that was, you know, like you were definitely watching like Japanese stuff with subtitles. And that was kind of like the, like the start of anime for me. And now it's like, you talk to like, have you seen Dragon Slayer? <laughs> Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. <laughs> sorry, sorry. De- that, that's how out of the game I am. But um, I remember, you know, it not being such a such a cool guy thing like it is my, nowadays. My theory, my current working theory, is um, anime was always good, but when it became more easily accessible, people started realizing it was good. Because if you yeah. think about like when I was growing up, you could watch anime like at two different times. You either watched it. After school, and it was like not even good anime. It was yeah. like Code Lyoko. What? What? Yeah, okay, no, hang on. Isn't... Yeah, sorry, I miss. I misspoke. It was either Mega's XLR, <laughs> which was not, which was a Transformers knockoff anime. That was probably, I think, I'm on the American. I think it was American made. I'm not sure. Do you remember that one? No, I don't actually. And then there was there was Code Lyoko, which actually Lyoko. slapped. And oh, then is that an or, anime? Oh, looking at Wait. or or you watched late night Saturday Adult Swim anime on Cartoon Network. They had like Digimon and Pokemon playing at midday. On, they did They did have Saturday morning Pokemon and Digimon on Kids WB. Yeah. And then Everything they also, else was on like Adult and Swim. They, and they also had Dragon Ball. But think about it. That was like once a week basically on Saturday mornings or Saturday nights. You can only watch it two of those time slots if you had cable. Okay. Which growing up not everybody even had cable or yeah. satellite or whatever. But the moment that like you were able to just binge like Naruto or Dragon Ball on Netflix or Hulu or wherever it showed up, that's when it got that's when it got big. That's when yeah. it blew up. Because it's a long form style thing to watch. Like you watch a series, you know, you have to binge it and everything. It's like bingeable. It yeah. was impossible. How well, can you have bingeable, binged? but like you can well, that's the thing is like you can just keep binging it. Yeah. You can just keep watching, sitting in your bed, watching twelve episodes Ex- a day. Exactly. Yeah. And how could you have done that when it only played like for three hours on Adult Swim on Saturdays? Yeah. That's that's yeah. what I think. That's my current working theory. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. I mean, it's like Netflix really has the advantage, right? Because everything is based on binging stuff. And what better formula is there for binging than anime? Yeah. Truly. And I mean, even yeah, other platforms are picking up anime too like i know amazon has on their um amazon video whatever it's called their service they have made it abyss which is incredible anime one of the few that have made me cry wow yeah yeah really really good anime um they have vinland sangha which i haven't watched but i've been meaning to actually i've heard it's incredible a lot of great stuff out there and then there's crunchyroll of course and yeah. Verb, which is just i mean a streaming service dedicated for to anime. anime so yeah. a lot of uh a lot of options there and i mean yeah it was either like what you're saying or like toonami or adult swim at like 3 a.m yeah there a lot of options and it was usually just reruns yeah, <laughs> yeah it was like do you want to watch this like out of context episode of yu yu haka show yeah on yeah. a saturday <laughs> i have <laughs> i have <laughs> i have memories too of just watching dragon ball z and then like you'd get caught up i think to wherever like the show is at or something and or I don't know. They would run out of episodes to play apparently. <laughs> and we'd be like in the Boo saga. And then all of a sudden I'm just like back in the like Frieza saga. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, like and plus there was so much filler because like yeah. of the way it was like done back then. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah, it was it was tough. It was tough yeah. to be into anime at that time. A different I, time for sure. I remember being I think like five or six and watching Power Rangers and <laughs> once again our older brother Shay being like no man, we gotta watch this. And he switched it to like channel nine and it was Dragon Ball Z and it like blew my mind. Like I was like, <laughs> why was I ever watching Power Rangers <laughs> and not watching this show? Yeah. Um, that was the start, man. Yeah. And and Tsunami was cool too because it was like it wasn't it on like late at night usually. That was, was a that was adult swim. Oh T- okay. Tsunami was like after school. On Cartoon oh, Network. okay. It was like the prequel to Adult Swim. It was like late night Fridays. Ex- yeah, exactly. So it was yeah. like you would watch all these. Like, oh, yeah. Cool, it was only on Fridays. Yeah. You'd watch all these cool like Japanese shows that you couldn't really find anywhere else. Yeah. For like that specific Friday. No matter what it was, it was like you were just kind of watching it because it was dope. I'm just getting like so many flashbacks to my childhood right now. Just like, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Just like sitting in like my just like little like little box tv just watching like Dragon Ball z on repeat oh, oh my god man t- television programming used to be so sick because it was yeah. like it wasn't just cartoon network 
Cartoon Network had a sl time slot that was specifically marketed as yeah. Toonami. It's a different. It was like a different vibe when you were watching Toonami. Yeah, you know, I I am all for accessibility, and I'm I'm re I am really happy that like so many people can. I mean, not just with the anime have so much access to so many TV shows whenever they want. I, I think it's sick for everyone, for one, for the consumer, and as well just for the people that create these shows to be able to get them out easier to people. I think that's a net positive overall. But there, there's something special that yeah. today's younger kids won't get to experience. Kids these just, days, you know, going through your Friday, you know, your work or your not work, your school day or whatever at like you know seven eight years old and getting to sit down late at night before you have your, you know, whatever, like your baseball game Saturday morning or something or your soccer game and just like watching some fucking Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah, like that was a vibe. Or whatever. Like that was such a vibe. Um, and I, I don't know, it's cool. Like this is like a larger thing for a different day, but there's something to say for like everyone coming together at a set time in, in a nation to watch something, but that's a Yeah. And it was like, yeah. you go like, yo, did you watch so-and-so such and yeah, such last, last night? night? Cause yeah, that was yeah. the only chance you had to watch it. Yeah. And it was like, Oh yeah, dude, it was sick. Or like, yeah. oh no, like, like a perfect you. example. I'll never forget. I was watching. Um, we were visiting a family friend, and then this was while Yu-Gi-Oh was still like going very much, and they were in like the Battle City arc. And there was the episode where Joey got his mind taken over by Merrick and was forced to like duel Yugi, and that it was, was like lit. the finale of that episode. And I'm like stuck at my like family friend's house. And I'm just like, mom, I need a fucking TV. Like, mom, do they have cable here? And like, they didn't, they didn't have that channel. I was so pissed. But different times, different times. But uh, I think. You know, sorry, you know what was so sick about Yu-Gi-Oh though? <laughs> Tell other us. Than, other than me and Lucas being obsessed with the card game when we were younger, was um, there was pretty much like a like a like a battle or like a fight like every episode. Yeah. yeah. So really like contradicted the whole dragon ball z like uh model of like i'm gonna charge for five episodes and then <laughs> i'm gonna fight you know it was yeah. like that was one thing it was like oh there's always a battle so it's like it was always sick to watch any episode because it like every episode is basically a yeah duel, a duel and yeah. a duel would be like four episodes long or something if it was yeah. a long a big duel or something yeah, yeah. yeah. fire different times different All times right. um, well, we're here to talk about our top four picks of what we've been discussing this entire time. Yes, uh, Mount Rushmore's top four picks. And just to clear the air today um, of any discussion on this topic of what is what defines anime <laughs> and what is anime, because that is a topic that- This comes you know, up a lot. We can go on forever for now. Um, and I specifically had to Google this because someone in this room with me, will rename unnamed, but someone in this room with me before uh, we got together today. Text me, is SpongeBob an anime? And that was when I knew we had opened Pandora's box. <laughs> Changed so, my mind. Yeah. So, um, for the sake of this episode, we will be defining anime as a style of Japanese film and television animation, typically aimed at adults as well as children. Yeah, I think the clear definition for anime is that, and the very, this is the very, this is very uh, important. It is a style. Yeah. It is not like it has to be from this country. I think you run into a really bad, like inclusive, exclusive conversation when you say it has to be from Japan because yeah. there is anime that's great. That's not from Japan, not necessarily made by Japanese creators. And you'd like you take one look at it and go like, oh, yeah, that's anime style, Yeah, for instance. So that's my that's how I like to view it is like this is anime style. I think it's weird when people call arcane anime, for instance. Yeah, I don't think it is the spirit of anime. I understand that it like could be argued to be included in that Venn diagram, but it's also like. It's a slippery slope, baby. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Slope. So it's it's tricky. Yeah. I, I would say it's a style. It's hard, it's, it is hard to pinpoint specific style guides, but it is. Yeah. Right. But um, I'll go ahead and start. Go for it, dude. Um, so, and I, I want to give a little disclaimer on, on my Mount Rushmore. Um, this is a list that could change any given day. It is very much like how I'm feeling at the moment about that specific show. I've watched my fair share of anime, and so um, I have a plethora to pick from. But these are the top four that came to mind today. So I'll start. Um, I think probably one a lot of people have heard of, and I know a lot of our fans have listened to as well. Haikyuu. That's a, yeah. That beautiful orange man, not orange man, a beautiful man with orange hair, Hinata, <laughs> and uh, Kageyama playing volleyball. Um, have you watched any Haikyuu, Lucas? I've seen half of Haikyuu. It is. 
I don't know. Uh, the reason it's so high on my list is, I, don't know, I, I think a big part of it too is just like, and I, I really enjoy playing team sports, like whether that's soccer or volleyball and just like getting to rewatch that in such a fun setting is just such a unique experience. And it like gives me flashbacks to when I peaked in high school <laughs> <laughs> and was starting on varsity soccer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was peak Matt. That was peak Matt, baby. Um, and it's just like, I don't know, it's just so many fun flashbacks to so many like just good memories of being on a team and doing, going, moving towards a goal with the team. Because I, I think, you know, I, I did an individual sport too with track as well. And I mean, whatever sport you play is cool. Like, you know, being active is great and engaging in sports is great, but there's something to be said for being on like a team sport where you're all actively engaging towards one specific goal. It's a very fun and just unique, um, like experience right it's like a fun little yeah like little unique culture to be a part of in that specific moment i guess um and haikyuu is one of the only animes that have like influenced my real life i got hella into playing volleyball after yeah i played volleyball with you yeah it is a super fun time um shout outs to my san diego homies i don't think they were watching this but when i was living in san diego um we were playing like beach volleyball or grass volleyball at the park by us like once or twice a week regularly so much fun um i'm the sickest libero to ever do it what is that it's like a defensive player so you don't really spike it but of course we not actually play with libero but point is i was sick <laughs> and even though I'm not the tallest guy i, I did my best I, yeah a lot yeah. of fun iq is sick highly recommend go watching it the anime is reaching its conclusion it probably has i think it has like two seasons left which well, actually it's not reaching its conclusion it had well, like a season and a half well the manga's done manga's done i've read the manga as well manga's great if you want to read that go ahead um i recommend watching as much of the anime as you can because the the manga does a good job as well as it's can of animate or you know drawing out a very active moving volleyball match um but the anime is definitely something special to watch great music very likable characters a lot of characters surprisingly a lot of character development for a sports anime you'd be surprised <laughs> is um, it the best sports anime um i can't say that Unfortunately, I've only watched, I haven't watched any other sports anime. Oh, okay. Blue Lock is coming out soon. I don't know if you've heard of Blue Lock. Mm -mm. Blue Lock is a soccer anime. And the premise is um, the Japanese national soccer team is like super upset because like they keep getting mediocre results on the national stage. So they hire like this super crazy eccentric coach to basically just bring in the top 100 strikers in the nation and just basically have them like go through a crazy intense training camp called the Blue Lock where they're just like forced to not battle, but like, you know, play soccer against each other to find like the one ultimate striker. And if they get eliminated from the camp, they're never allowed to play for the national Jap uh, Japanese I was going to say, team. they die. die. Yeah, I thought it was going to be, no. they fucking die. Maybe they do. I haven't, that's just the general premise. I haven't really, I've only read a couple of chapters of the manga. I'm kind of waiting for the anime to come out on that one actually, but. Okay. A very well received manga, I know as I, well. I know that Haikyuu is like really up there on people's lists of like really great anime and it's, it is a sports anime, which yeah. I know is like its own little sub sub genre, like yeah. category thing. And, um, I mean, the reason I ask is if it, is it the best sports anime is because like, I, I think I've heard that quite a bit as like people yeah. are like, no, no, it's one of the best. Anime I know there's series. the basketball one, which is really well renowned too. I forget what it is called at this moment, which I feel bad about. Maybe producer um, Sam could do, do a little uh, bit of like actually don't know but Just I type can, in basketball yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like producer sam yeah. as a as a huge basketball head should probably check that out oh yeah if for it's sure. if it's world renowned um real quick um so in the chat uh teals oh. says oh. yo oh we talking about Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> my boy oh. so shouts to teals shout and, out teals oh uh, what up dragoon hanging dragoon, out too. yeah the new yeah everyone this is awesome the live stream studio. as well um, so feel free to come hang out in our YouTube if you want to catch these live. Teal yeah. says my favorite. Um, what was your, what was your favorite, uh, magic and our trap card Teal? Ooh, <laughs> that's a really, really good. Is Teal's asking us that? I think no, he was no, saying Haikyuu is his favorite anime. And then Kokuro no Basket was the basketball oh, anime. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's he'll, a, he'll respond to it. He'll respond to us. Yeah. There's a, I saw a crazy scene from that basketball one on Twitter actually. Someone just posted it randomly where like the, the guy like sets up for a jump shot, but like he doesn't have the ball. And then like, he's like, you know, starting to fall through and everything. And then as he's in midair, they just like throw the ball perfectly into his hands and he finishes. Dude, the that, shot. Sound, that sounds fire. Like he's like, he's in the air. Like he's doing the shot midair. And then as he's like falling through, 
the ball just lands in his <laughs> lands in his. Uh, okay, Dude, if we can, this producer Sam, sick. get get a clip on the on the TV yeah, if that's me, possible. Me, might have to go back to that. Minimize that, and then yeah. and then we got to throw it up there. But okay, uh, may I may I go? I, I'll allow it. All right. <laughs> um, the first one I'm gonna give um, is a pretty, I'd say, ubiquitous one. I'd say it's a it's my safe pick for my first Mount Rushmore. Um, Naruto. Naruto. Okay. Yeah. So the, and the reason is, um, you know, it's the, I'd say it's the first real anime that I followed and really loved. Um, you know, growing up, it was like, I would catch episodes and Naruto, I think dropped in America when I was like nine years old. I remember when it first came out on Toonami and like first watching it, like the first four episodes I think came out in a row. Um, yeah, obviously in English and everything and yeah. Naruto yelling, believe it. And I was like, Oh, cool. And, you know, it's like that perfect age where like, I'm Naruto's age too. Yeah. Because I'm nine and he's like nine. It's relatable because you're a ninja too. I'm a ninja too. With exactly. With a demon with inside a, you. With an orange tracksuit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like, I get it. And I think before that, obviously, like I was watching Dragon Ball with producer Sam and our older brother and stuff. And Goku was just, orange too. Goku was orange too. Yeah. Um, and it's like for Naruto, I think it was a little bit more accessible to me because it was like, here's the start of it. Like yeah. it wasn't like Dragon Ball where like, I was jumping in, thrown in. I'm just thrown in and I'm like, yeah. okay, boo. All right. Frieza. Like, okay. Villain. Like we're on this arc or whatever. What's an arc. I don't even know. But Naruto, it was like, here's the introduction. Here's the first episode. It was like probably the first time I ever watched the first episode of what was going to be a really long running <laughs> yeah, series, yeah. you know? And it was like, oh, here's the, I think the first episode's called like the leaf hidden leaf village. Number one, knucklehead ninja or yeah, something. Yeah. And it was like Naruto defacing their yeah. Mount Rushmore, yeah. actually. Um, and that was really sick, you know? And I played yeah. all the video games through, through like, you know, junior high and, and high school and everything. I always played Clash of Ninja. Obviously, when Naruto, like, went into Shippuden, I, like, kept up with it, yeah. read the manga. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've always just really loved it um, for the culture, you know, yeah. Naruto. I'll say it now. Naruto's not on my list, but it easily could have been. But, yeah, I mean... So many great memories. Fun fact, Naruto is the first anime I went out of my way to watch subbed because I caught up once, like, I got tired of waiting for the episodes weekly. Yeah. I would go on to, like, OG YouTube back in the day where people would post, like, Whatever the fuck episode they 321, part <laughs> one of three <laughs> Spanish subtitles, yeah, you know? Dude. Um, but I, eventually I would, like, scrounge to find some, you know, English subtitle episodes and just, like, start watching, going through the tuning exams. And just so, so fucking fun. Yeah. And, um... I mean, yeah, same as you. I kept up with it all throughout the years. And then I'll never forget because I read the manga too to get even as farther ahead because I was just loving it so much. And I was watching, or I remember every, you know, every like, I think the manga chapters came out weekly on like Wednesdays or Thursdays. Yeah. And I would, you know, every Wednesday. And when I got into like my Algebra 2 class, me and this guy in the class, we would just be like, bro, new chapter, let's read it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, we would be like just reading it on our phones because it released like midday or something. Yeah. Yeah. It. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. All right. Um, go ahead. Let's give it. Give us your number two. Oof. All right. So my number two, and also I just want to, for at least for me, I can't speak for Lucas, but these are in no particular order, just top four in general. But um, I'm gonna go Clanad. Have you have you watched never or heard of Clanad? Never, never, no. So Clanad is like a slice of life anime. So it's 52 episodes total, two seasons, um, each one 26. The slowest burn anime I've ever watched in my life. The first season, honestly, is mediocre. But, like, the last five or six episodes of season two. Crazy? Crazy. I, I This is the first anime that ever made me cry. Wow. One of the only forms of media in general that made me ever cry. The other one, of course, is um, Bridge to Terabithia. <laughs> when Leslie dies. I know, spoiler, sorry. It's a rough one. Um, you got to cry more, Matt. Come on, man. I know. Yeah, I, I cry know. every day. You've only yeah. cried twice to any sort of media. I cried when Brian died in Family Guy. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought that was permanent, and they kind of kept it permanent for like yeah, a few weeks. Yeah, they did, and he comes back. No. Dogs get me. Marley and me got me. You ever yeah. seen that Futurama episode with the dog? No. Oh, man. Don't. Don't. Oh, Don't it's cry. with Finn's dog, right? No, it's uh, Finn. No, no, no. Futurama. It's Isn't that Fry's dog? Oh, Fry, it's Fry's Fry. dog. That's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah Fry's Who's dog. Finn? Finn is from Adventure Time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a dog, too. He does have a dog, yeah. <laughs> um, but Clan Ad. So, yeah, first anime to ever make me cry. So, so good. Um, 
it, it's just like a slice of life. Like I said, a very slow burn, but it's just like the story of this kid. It's like kind of a little delinquent, not to be clear, not Tokyo Avenger style delinquent. Cause I know that's in the zeitgeist, not like doing gang battles, but just like, you know, a troublemaking kid and like Japanese middle school and high school, whatever falls in love with this girl ends up like getting married to her. And like, it just kind of goes through their like high school life to their older life. And I just remember just the final payoff in like the last seven or eight episodes or five or six, whatever it was, was so good. And, I have such a vivid memory because this is like when I was really getting into anime first, like I think between like my junior and senior years of high school. Yeah. And I vividly remember where I was just like lying in my bed on a really like hot day. I was just watching it on my laptop. Like, like where else was I going to watch it? I should like download it off Pirate Bay or whatever. Right. I'm just like sitting in my underwear, like sweating on my bed, just like having my laptop on my chest, just watching it, (laughs) just like lying down. And I remember the like to the episode that really made me cry like it just ended and you know like your screen just goes black for a sec and i just see myself just like tears rolling down my eyes like red <laughs> swollen eyes just like half naked in my underwear on my bed just like, <laughs> just like it's a moment dude it was a moment i was just like oh what am i doing <laughs> that's the worst when your screen goes black but yeah really good anime and so fun to watch them go through and grow up and one of the best things i loved about it too was because it's an anime that takes place over several years. The anime does a really good job of slowly aging them with like the progression in time as well to where it's not like a jarring, oh, Shippuden, here's Naruto. Like, Two years. It wasn't an anime time jump. Yeah. It wasn't a time jump. It was like a very general progression for the most part. And really good. Nice. Okay, what's the name of that one again? Clan Ad. And then season two is Clan Ad Outer Story. But Clan Ad? C-L-A-N-N-A-D. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. All right, my number two here, um, again, this is no particular order as well, um, Gurren Lagan, which I know I made you watch um, a little bit ago. Uh, Gurren Lagan is amazing. It's a mecha anime. Um, I guess it's a shonen anime, right? I mean, I don't know the specific formula convention. I couldn't, like, call it out, but basically, young boy kid against the odds. Defeats I mean, I think goal. shonen is... Just to find, like, was it published in Shonen Magazine? Oh, literally? I thought I could like, be wrong on that. We're not Trash Taste Podcast. Oh, uh, okay. I thought it's defined as, like, you know, little little boy against the odds, like, power creep type Let's see if I can formula. find it for you, but keep going. Um, keep that's, going. that's basic formula, you know. It's a mecha anime, um, basically in a world where all of humanity is forced to live underground. Um, and, like, basically the iron fist of, like, the monster creatures that live on the surface, like, keep them down. And then there's, like, all these twists, and it turns out the world gets, like, a little bit bigger. Turns out there's a secret as to why the humans are underground and like why they were put there. And the the show just gets to like these insane power levels where like, I mean, it just, the mechas get bigger and bigger. Yeah, and bigger yeah it just the, keeps escalating. It just keeps escalating yeah. and the mechas just get like insanely unimaginably large and it's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and like the real takeaway of the anime is to just never give up. That's just like kind of the mantra. Yeah. Just don't. Yeah. If you think you're going to. Just don't get a bigger don't. drill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Drills are yeah. a big theme. Moving forward in life is a big theme. Um, actually, really cool themes about like DNA and like spirals and like spiral galaxies. DNA being a spiral, evolution. Yeah. Um, actually, like I mean, just honestly, a really really cool anime. Last time I've seen it, it's probably been several years, but I know I just had you watch it. The animation is also really really cool. It's great. Um, yeah. It's really great. It's very like, for lack of better description, like just very kinetic, very like. Very exaggerated, like super weird, like body movements, like the mechas themselves don't really feel like machines. They feel more like people yeah. um, in the way that they're animated and they move. Um, change well, they life. give them like human faces to yeah, the machines, they, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Great facial animations throughout the whole series for both the mechas and the and the regular human characters. But changed my life. I mean, made me never want to give up ever. And I still don't. Never give up, baby. I, I don't, don't ever give that. up. I never give up. Um, so to our earlier question, shonen, I was wrong. You're right. Actually shonen animes are targeted at boys eight to 18 and are usually action-based. Although some contain, contain minimal romantic aspects. Um, that totally makes sense. How I think about it. I think shonen jump is probably just like an anime that typically or a magazine or that typically publishes those. But yeah. I mean, like just the, when I think about it, like in, um, my hero academia, all my, it's always like, Oh, meteoria, meteoria, shonen or whatever. Shonen means boy, right? Boy. Yeah. yeah. Or like young boy. And then the, uh, parrot, what, para, what was the one you had me, gave me the Blu-ray? Paranoia agent. Paranoia agent, which I still haven't finished to be honest, but, um, there's like, Sick just one. a 
Young Bat Shonen. Oh, yeah, Shonen Bat. Shonen Bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shonen Bat. Yeah, Guru Lagan is sick. Um, it took a while to grow on me. Yeah. And ironically, the part that I start like, I won't spoil anything right when I was watching it, but the part that I start liking liking Episode it at was seven. that was that what it is? The yeah. big the big moment. Yeah. Is um probably a, a part a lot of people stopped or got upset yeah, at. But yeah. that's okay. Either way, um what I really like about Grinling On is it almost feels like an anime that is poking fun at other anime at the same time. Because it just leans so heavily into its tropes. Yeah, yeah. It's like, because there's literally, I mean, one of the major spoilers, like, they go through fights and a big function fights is drill and, like, basically the world is powered by drills. I don't know how else to explain <laughs> it. <laughs> and there's literally certain fights where they're like, oh, we're losing. Get a bigger, bigger drill. drill. <laughs> yeah. And then they literally do. Just get a bigger drill. And yeah. Drill to the heavens. I love it. Yeah. Really good. Uh, so super good. fun watch. Just like, yeah. If you're just looking for a fun watch, highly, highly recommend it. I, I literally like, if I need to get motivated, I just watch the ending. Like yeah. <laughs> I just go on YouTube yeah. and just catch the like 10 minute, like last 10 or like watch, watch the last episode or something. Dude, speaking like, oh, of getting yes. motivated or pumped up, what I used to watch, like if I was before, um, um, like going to the gym or something or like doing a big activity to get like just pumped for the day or whatever. I'd watch Gohan going Super Saiyan 2 for the first time. <laughs> so. That oh, shit was that, fire, that's a great, bro. That's, that's a, a good moment. That's such yeah. a good transformation. Like, um, specifically is, with Bruce Falconer's score. The Japanese score is great as well, but with Bruce Falconer in the English dub. Um, dang, this guy. Yeah. This guy knows the score. His, his scoring is so good. And it's like an extended transformation scene. Not like a drawn out like episode over episode, but like a few extra minutes of like showing... Gohan literally like beefing up mid like yell and everything and like yeah. uh, so so sick. He goes Super yeah. Saiyan two to defeat Cell, right? Yeah. And yeah. then he defeats him in Super Saiyan two. Yeah, gotcha. Well, what happens. There's a whole thing. Goku, Goku Gohan, dies. Gohan gets a little cocky, fucks up. Goku dies, comes back, does the infamous one arm Kamehameha. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they do yeah. the father son Kamehameha right to defeat Cell. Mm -hmm. It's like the ultimate. Or yeah. no, it's like the father. It's go. It's Goten. Gohan. Is Goten in there? No, no. Goten is. You, you hearing uh, this, producer Goten Sam? Is Dragon Ball GT right? No, Goten no. is like the Boo Saga post cell. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Gohan's an adult. My bad. Yeah. No. So like, Goku's oh, like good. they're inspiring him, <laughs> and then the big turning point is like Vegeta hits Cell while they're while Gohan and Cell are doing their power beam struggle. Hits him with like his bang bang attack. Oh yeah, and like knocks him off just enough off balance for Gohan to take over. And that whole beam struggle is sick. Gohan is sick before he turned into an adult. He got like kind of <laughs> he got lame. He just got lame and he became got, like, GT Saiyan man. Teals yeah. Teals says that the transformation is amazing and that the tears, uh, the tears I know. come out of yeah. Gohan make a great. Too. It's so so good, <laughs> so so good. Both honestly. I know I'm partial to the Falconer scores because that's what I watched growing up, but the... I didn't know they had different scores. That's interesting. Yeah, the Japanese original is very good. That's why they released Dragon Ball Kai, actually. Dragon Ball Z Kai, if you ever watched that. I don't know if you did, but it's the... Because um, the original... The original, like, anime that most of us watched growing up for Dragon Ball Z was, like, a... Um, I think it was the... I don't know if it was the Funimation dub, but, like, a, a very specific dub with, like, extra filler and then... Dragon Ball Z Kai, which got released later, had like different voice actors and struck stuck like very close to the manga. Yeah, yeah. And everything. I've and heard, I've heard of that one. Much more closer to what the Japanese version was yeah. as well, as well with the soundtracks, to my knowledge. But cool. All right, All right it moving is with on. Your number three. My number three. It's got to be Mob Psycho. All right, yeah. All right. I I can't say for certain, but Mob Psycho 100 might be my favorite anime of all time. Highly, highly recommend it to anyone that hasn't watched it yet. It's only about 26 episodes, two seasons, 13 each. Very bingeable. Um, and, I mean, it, it's, to, to give you an idea, it's the made by the same people or, or the same creator. Or actually, different studios, but same made by, written, material. same mangaka artist that did One Punch Man. So, same, from the same mind of that. So, it's a his similar thing. One. What? His name is One. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> well, that's his, like, um, pen name. Let me double check that. Make sure I'm making that. I'm pretty sure it's from the same person, but yeah, just about like this kid with stupid, strong, like he's too strong. He's, powers. he's extremely strong. Um, not telepathy, but like psycho. Psychic, they just say psychic, psychic powers, powers. So yeah. he can like levitate stuff, like create shields, do all the, yeah, it's written by one as well. Do all these incredible things. And he's not the only, um, telekinetic powered person in this world. There's like organizations with telekinetics, but he's just like by far the most yeah. overpowered or ridiculous. But, 
similarly to like one punch man's main character saitama he's not you know arrogant about it he's very humble down to earth and it, it's really an anime that's just about knowing your place in the world yeah. and i think when people hear that phrase know your place they think of it like very negatively right like someone talking down to someone else but it it communicates that in the most like humble way right yeah like, totally i don't know like for example you and i wouldn't know how to like make these tables we're talking on or make these mics right like the, everyone has an important part to play like yeah even no matter how jobs. big or small yeah exactly yeah. and there was uh, yeah i totally i mean just for context you had me watch mob psycho yeah about a year ago yeah we yeah. had a we had a deal where i would watch gruen lagan lucas's favorite and mob psycho 100 is what lucas would watch yeah. which is one of my favorites so yeah absolutely incredible anime beautiful animation studio bones did an incredible job with it um very just like fast colors i don't know super super fun um and every episode, like, it's all killer, no filler, you know? It's, yeah, every it's very great. straight to the point, every episode. Um, and, yeah, probably my favorite anime of all time. And the only, I don't have any tattoos, but I have considered getting one, and it would be one based <laughs> off Mob Psycho 100 if I did. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I just, my, I mean, I love Mob Psycho. I think it's great. Like, I'm going to spoil it a little bit. So for those of you that want to watch it at some point, definitely skip ahead a little bit um, on the podcast, maybe like 30 seconds. But one thing I really love about the show is like the lack of the explanation as to why mob is so powerful in the end. Like it just, he's just a vessel for something that is like extremely dangerous and powerful. And yeah. they kind of touch on it, but they don't fully answer the question as like, why he's so powerful? Cause it's like, it's like a red herring. It's not the really, it's not really the point not, of the yeah, anime, exactly. you know, the point, like when, when I first watched it, it's kind of like, you think that you're going to, the anime story is going to go in the direction of answering that question. But instead it goes to another direction where it's more about it doesn't really matter why he's so powerful the point is is that power is not everything how he handles and like, it right yeah and like he even says like this really it's like the whole thesis statement for the show he tells these people like you think you're so powerful you couldn't even make this sandwich like right, he's like yeah, yeah. And he like throws a sandwich at them that's exactly the same yeah. thing and he's like earlier. a god he's like mob is so powerful he could like basically destroy everybody but he like obviously he, he doesn't find value in that at all. Yeah. Which is, which is great. I mean, was, he, he's literally like, a psychic that could amplify his strength, like to untold amounts if he wanted to, but his favorite like hobby and club to be in in school is literally the body improvement club. Oh yeah. He which like is just out. like a bunch of really wholesome buff guys that just like, <laughs> like trying to improve each other's bodies and like yeah. do a bunch of work. It's super sick and one of the better. Yeah. God, body, shout out to the body improvement club. <laughs> we got to start that. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Such a good anime. Dragoon says, Matt, you're going to get it get the giant broccoli as a tattoo <laughs> and then that's so good teal says a sick mob tattoo would be a distorted 99 like right before it hits 100 so teals almost has it on the line what i would actually do what i wanted to, if i do get one um i want to get the question mark the question marks there's like three question marks like distorted with a percentage sign that i want to get i'd probably get it i don't know i have a really i have hairy ass arms honestly so i probably wouldn't get it on my arms but I think I'd get it like on my yeah, that'd be torso sick. somewhere, but the get it on your lower back, <laughs> lower back. Uh, yeah, yeah, not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the broccoli would be a sick tattoo <laughs> as well, though, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, and yeah, season three coming soon as well, which is oh, exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so my number three mm -hmm. is going to be now. This is a little little tricky because I think I'm more oriented towards the manga for this series. Um, so anime manga, I guess I'm just cheating a little bit. Yeah, One Punch Man. All right. Um, One Punch Man obviously has become super, super popular. I had an incredible first season and I think like really took a lot of people by storm. Um, it's the same creator, one, you know, that uh, the original mangaka for uh, Mob Psycho 100. One Punch Man is kind of very similar. It's about a guy who's way, way, way too powerful. Um, he doesn't really know why. Nobody else really knows why either. But um, he's so powerful that like he's bored with life and he's bored with anything really. Yeah. He pretty much has depression. And uh, it's really good because, like, the show and the series explores, one, it's poking a lot of fun at anime tropes. Like, there's a lot of characters on the show that are superheroes yeah. <laughs> or they're heroes. And they're kind of, like, references to other anime heroes or real-life superheroes or, like, real-life who, people. Who's Moon Man Rider? Or Moon Man uh, Rider? Moon Man Rider. I, don't, I actually don't know who Moon Man Rider is supposed to be. It feels like he's kind of a Marvel-type street, like, <laughs> street superhero <laughs> that's, like, low-level. But there's, like... There's a S tier hero named like Darkshine who's based off of like an actual bodybuilder in real life. <laughs> and like there's all these different characters that are like kind of really fun, just super fun in general. And I read the manga 
whenever a new chapter comes out, I put down everything I'm doing. I literally was having a crappy day at work like a couple weeks ago, new chapter dropped. I signed out, like I shut everything out, closed my blinds, got into my bed and I just read the <laughs> chapter for like five to 10 minutes is the best part of my whole week. Like literally. Um, Does it drop monthly? It drops like monthly, but I think the last few chapters have actually accelerated a little bit somehow. Nice. But um, yeah, great, great subreddit community, like lots of great fans. Uh, the story just gets better and better and better. It did not have a great second season for the anime, but the manga just, I mean, after everything that's going to happen after the second season, they're going to need like a tr tr a $70 billion budget to make a good third season because yeah. it's so insane. $70 billion, that's a- Yeah, I do know the second season, like at least animation-wise, fell off for some reason. Yeah, yeah, it's because the first season was a passion project from a lot of animators that were just really into the source material. And then, eh, the, the, you know, the second season just didn't really have the magic, but- the source material, like the manga for what is going to happen in the next arc is just batshit crazy. It's like so, so good. So <laughs> um, love the series. It's the one, only one I really keep up with like continuously and look forward to every single drop. So I love it. OPM. OPM. All right, Matt. Number four. Hit us with your number four. Oof. So I have, they're technically two anime, but it's like, it's kind of like how there's clan out and clan out after story. Okay. It's like a continuation. So I have Steins Gate. Oh yeah. You've told me about this one. Steins Gate, long story short, is about this crazy, just like weird dude in Japan that like has like a science lab with his friends and discovers time travel. And it Sick. gets into some crazy, just like, it's very dark for start and it's an extremely slow burn at first. I'd say it doesn't even get good to like eight or nine episodes in. Okay. Um, you really have to like give it the time, but once you do hit that point, it just goes and it's like time traveled on right in anime. So like to the point where it doesn't create any like paradoxes that just, or like it's time traveled on right in a sense where the, the writers don't like write themselves into a corner with it. Oh, okay, cool. Um, that's always hard to do. It feels like the way it works is the, like, I don't know how they do it exactly. Like what the explanation was, but they like, they're not actually them themselves isn't traveling in time they're traveling back in time to like a different body of themselves so it's not like they're uniquely going into five years ago and then there's two of them in there they're trying time traveling back to themselves in that body five years ago oh that's kind of that's pretty sick yeah that's pretty badass yeah yeah like and they that. do it with like a microwave it's weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, i think you and ricky really like that yeah. one right yeah shout out to ricky one of my one of our good friends uh good friend of the pod bucket and ricky bucket he loves bucket <laughs> He hats. loves his bucket hats, baby. <laughs> he really does. And yeah, go check out his music, DJ Schmoofy. But um, yeah, really, really good anime. And what I love about it too is that, like I said, time travel done right and it doesn't open up an insane amount of worms and like light spoilers about to ensue. But basically the way, the way it works, there's like a very, in Steins Gate, the first season, there's a very specific point where like, the protagonist has just been through so much and it's just like is mentally destroyed and he's ready to give up. And then he gets like a message from, from his future from self, his future self oh, about that's like fire. how not to give up and like, <laughs> here's what tight. you need to do to not fuck up kind of thing. Not like explicitly telling him, but like giving him the encouragement basically. Yeah. And then Steins Gate Zero, the second season tells the story of the version of him that did give up and is then is the version of him that eventually sends that message to himself in the past to not give up. That's fire. And it goes through his journey and it it is like incredibly dark and just dark but good and heartwarming. It's just like all over the place. It has a really good romance between two of the main characters. There's a good movie for it too. Oh just, wow. Yeah. Oh, it's gone it's gone all the way. It's been a successful mm -hmm. good anime. Yeah. And interesting, um actually Clan Edit was this too. I didn't mention this. Most anime these days are based off of manga that they were previously um that's the source material for them. Clan Ad, as well as Steins Gate, was based off of visual novels. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a pretty common one. Um, it was originally a visual novel video game, as was Clan Ad, and eventually became, you know, was so well received by everyone, it got produced into a full anime. So, okay. Super good. Highly recommend it. Awesome. Also, the anime that, like, got me into, like, not watching, like, just Dragon Ball Z over and over. Right, it was the first right. anime that... That and then like some other ones like Sekirei and Elfin Lied Lead. I'm not sure how to pronounce Elfin it. Lead. Elfin Lead, which also don't watch that. If Pretty you're like, dark. 
not like at least 13. I watched that on accident. I was like 10. I was like, oh. <laughs> the first scene. Oh my just God. Like it's just like this nude gnarly. woman, like just massacring people, basically. It's super dark. Yeah, and I was is. very confused with what I was watching, to be honest. Yeah. That was it. the dark part of YouTube where they didn't have the, this video is not age appropriate. Of course, I would have clicked on it anyways. I know, but, I know. Yeah. Well, they did have that thing, but you could just make an account and be over 18. Yeah, that it was, was pretty sick. easy to get past. Yeah, but that yeah, was cool. really great anime. Yeah, yeah. not Elf and uh, Lee. Elf and Lee's okay. <laughs> All right, Sign my Lee. okay. So for Lucas, uh, Teal says that he knows what it what it what it's gonna be. Oh, he does know what it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah number four or my fourth one. It's pretty obvious, I think, for anybody yeah. that knows me. He's um, also he's also to, mad that yeah. Ricky got a shout out and he didn't. Sorry. Oh, Teals. shout out Teals. Actually, special shout out to Teals too. Because Teals gave me his Crunchyroll slash vlog <laughs> information so I could watch. Thank was, you. So I was going to say shout out to Teals, you, Teals for actually like being a, a, a real thriving member of the community. For thank you, for Teals, playing. for being in the goddamn chat right now. Yeah. Friend of the pod, Teals, everyone. <laughs> yeah, real friend. Yeah. yeah. Feel free to plug your, your Twitter in the yeah, Teals, chat. let's get some ramen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. My number four uh, for my Mount Rushmore is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Now, I will caveat this by saying I know a lot of people have not like really dove into it, and really, I think I don't think you've watched it yet. No. Um, and that being said, I think it's not for everybody. Um, it's very weird. Um, it takes a lot of creative liberty. Like, it's just very, very strange. It's very bizarre. There's no yeah. other way to say it. Um, I I think the show, the series, just doesn't give a shit about logic. It just pure style over everything. Yeah. Like yeah. pure, pure, like manly, cool guy style. Or sometimes not. Sometimes really homoerotic masculine style over everything, and I think it's really really awesome. Um, I think the well Hirohiko Araki, the mang the mangaka for JoJo's Adventure, is an incredible human being. He's like a lot. He's very old. JoJo's has been around since the '80s, so it's like, and it's still going on today continuously. It that actually blows my just, mind. Just wrapped up part eight, so this guy's ancient. He looks great. People think he's actually a vampire just like one of the main characters of JoJo's. Um, he's done collaborations with Gucci, Versace, The Louvre. He's actually done a collaboration with The Louvre, this guy. It's like incredible. Like That's nuts. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, art, the, the artwork and like, like Hirohiko Araki did the official Japanese poster for the Paralympics in like like four or five years ago. I mean like- He's, he like, is, the, he's like the Kanye West of anime. Dude, legit, yes, exactly. <laughs> He's is but, he also but, dating Julia Fox, but <laughs> except he's like a pretty, uh, you know, grounded guy, grounded individual, yeah. like always wearing a suit, always fancy, like just super, super cool, uh, like personality behind the work. And how, um, how often does that chat do chapters release? Is that like a monthly or weekly it, it, it's a monthly thing? Yeah. But each individual Jojo's part is its own separate condensed story. So, yeah. and, and they all take place over the lineage of the, the Jojo family line. Didn't he say the reason he did that was because he didn't want to be drawing the same character forever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's just, it's funny. Cause like there's, there's some parts of Jojo's that just have very glaring plot holes. And like when they asked the Hirohiko Rocky, like what, what happened there? Like why did this one character get introduced and it went nowhere? And he just says, I forgot. <laughs> like he just like that's so like honest. the meme like there's just like like there's this one like not to spoil anything but there's this big setup in like part four that like goes nowhere and the whole time you're waiting for like the big reveal and it's like what happened and my buddy's just like yeah just nothing happens <laughs> just like just the way it is and i'm like that's fucking awesome <laughs> like Love it. what a chad and they just dropped the part six anime, is that right? Yes, they just dropped yeah. the first part of part six. So that's the one that takes place in a Florida prison. Damn. Yeah. Um, so part eight. We all know what Florida is like these days. So. Yeah. <laughs> no eight to part, Florida. Part seven is the best part. Um, it's called Steel Ball Run. It's a cross-country horse race western genre. That's part seven? That's part seven, yeah. Still, still the same spirit, still a JoJo main character, but it's like like Western, it goes back in time and it's like a Western. I love it's that. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so Jojo's that's mine. That's awesome. Shout out Teals. Yeah. So you guys want to let me take a swing at this? Let's talk. Let's see it. Let's Peace see Sam. It. Let's hear all right. It. All right. Let's do this. Um, so I'm not going to, I'm just going to drop my four and then that <laughs> that's it. All right. All I'm right. just dropping it and I'm going to put on my big boy pants and pick some real anime. <laughs> let's hear it. So, all right. Number, uh, well, not in any particular order, but number one, Ninja Scroll. 
Okay, I don't know that one. I know that one. Yeah. All right. He, Ninja, no, Scrolls, no. A, Ninja Scrolls, a movie that came out, I think, uh, 1991. It's got great reviews. Ninja Scroll is a fucking stone cold classic. Uh, it's oh, a movie. it was a samurai. It's a samurai anime. Yeah. 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 It's a movie. It very like adult anime, lots of blood, uh, yes. lots of sex. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. Uh, we love that. We love that. <laughs> it's it's really it's yeah, it's really good. And I saw I probably saw it a little bit too young, but definitely yeah, check it out if you guys can. And then okay, you know, I'm going I'm going with the safe pick, Dragon Ball Z, of course. Yep. Dragon Ball Z Timeless. is foundational. Then I'm gonna go throw a curveball. I'm going uh perfect blue. Yo, oh, nice. that is on Perfect. my honorable mention list. Yeah, that was a, have you seen that? Lucas? Sotoshi Kone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That amazing. Movie. It's a movie. It yeah, is so movie. good. Yeah. It's it is really, really good. Oh, obviously, Christopher Nolan steals all his swag from this dude, all his <laughs> ideas. But yeah, Perfect Blue is just such an amazing, like, dark, visceral, like, film. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, his movie, like, his stuff is like almost like beyond. It's just like an, on a whole nother level. And then, um, last, I'm gonna, can I guess? Yeah, Akira. No. Oh wow! I was okay. I was gonna put that for sure. Akira, honorable mention. Okay. But we're going with uh, Princess Mononoke. Mm. Also great. Yeah. Good yeah. Classic. See, I didn't know classic. we can do movies. I yeah, it. yeah, I did. I did all movies because. <laughs> well, I did. Uh, well, I mean, hey, what yeah. was what did I say from the beginning of this episode? A style of Japanese film. Yeah, and television. Yeah. You yep. stupid fuck. Well, I would have done it in that case. I would have done uh, probably the Joe. I don't even know the JoJo movie, and then JoJo's. Yeah, some we got from the chat though. Dragoon, the homie, um, recommends Samurai Shampoo if you want a good. Um, That's a good anime, one. Oh, or a yeah. good Samurai anime yeah. and Re- uh, freaking uh, new new Jabez. New Jabez. Yeah, yeah, I haven't. Rest, 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 rest in, in peace. peace. Rest in peace. Rest in beats. Yes. <laughs> That's like yeah. every YouTube comment says that about New Job is. New Job is, is incredible. And yeah, Samurai Shampoo is one that's been like perpetually on my my anime list. <laughs> yeah. Um that'll be it. We'll have to get that going in the Discord. It's, get everyone to share their my anime it's list. It's a it's a cool one because it's the same director as uh Cowboy Bebop and it's like a genre bender. Where yeah. It's like uh Cowboy Bebop is like sci fi meets jazz. Oh. You know, one Shampoo of my is samurais meets like hip hop. One of my biggest failures as an anime fan is that I haven't watched Cowboy Bebop. I think you'd, I think you'd fuck with it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I've watched like the Legendary. first episode like yeah. five times, and I just, I don't know, I just don't get to. Maybe once I, if I get ahead on Ocarina of Time, I'll. Yeah, uh, watch it's short. It. It's it's a short one. It's just like the twenty episodes, I think, and it has yeah. a movie. So. And then, so Teals's top four: we got Haiku, One Piece, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and Fruit Basket. All good choices. Oh, nice. Um, and then Spirited Away, Naruto, Assassination Ooh, Spirited Classroom, Away. Spirited Away is classic. That's probably one of the most like recognizable anime films, I think. Spirited Away. Just yeah, like, everyone everyone knows the giant guy that eats yeah. people. Yeah, it broke through. I think that's the one that like really broke through in the early two thousand. When did it come out? Spirited Away was it early two thousands, like two thousand one? Must have been the late nineties, right? Um, I'm not sure honestly. I could be totally off on that one, making it making it up. But two thousand one. Oh hell yeah! Now yeah. It, that one, I know that that one really feels like it broke through because it like was. I think it won an Oscar, right? Like it won it won an animated oh, it film Oscar. Oh, yeah, wow. that's amazing. Um, you might we might want to fact check me on that one. That's good. Now everything but, just goes to like Boss Baby Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean this was like well, I wasn't pre Pixar, but I think it was like a film that resonated with American audiences in a good way and like hit VHS and like had prestige. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I yeah. think it was after Mononoke as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Mononoke then, was like ninety or something 96 oh, wow yeah. there's the Miyazaki exhibit actually at the Academy Museum here I know I tried to get tickets like back when I first got to got to LA and then it was just like a month yeah. out yeah and I, was like, oh. I went with Katie and it was it was actually really cool yeah. <laughs> they have yeah, like all of his out. original like concept art for his old films and like it's insane yeah it's insane and then, yeah, Dragon's other top four were Naruto, Assassination, Classroom, and Fumo Alchemist Brotherhood. Two Fumo Alchemist Brotherhoods. Uh, real quick, nice. I want to run through my honorable mentions. Um, for me, it was Naruto, Jujutsu Kaisen, <laughs> Digimon. Um, specifically Digimon. Digimon Tamers, <laughs> which is like what surprisingly about Monster dark. Rancher, dude? I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, what is that? What is that? Monster Rancher is like even, it's more budgety than, uh, than Digimon. 
<laughs> more like, budgety. There, there was Pokemon, then there was Digimon, and then there was like, there was uh, Monster Rancher. Now, you gotta, Monster Rancher was kind of cool though, actually. You got to be careful because Matt is one of the people that actually thinks that Digimon goes toe to toe with Pokemon. 100%. As an anime, not as a game series. As an anime, it's better oh, than okay. Pokemon. A better. Objectively. I actually, I, I can't. I, I, I can't really comment. Yeah, I, thing. I didn't yeah. watch enough Digimon. But. I mean, Pokemon the first movie is is also a Stone Cold classic, though. Bro, this Monster Rancher <laughs> shit looks <laughs> exactly like sick. Like not in a good way. Monster <laughs> Monster Rancher is. Dude, Bro, look the at games. This. The games were fire. <laughs> wait, wait, Monster Rancher. I'm I'm looking this up. Oh, uh, I, there, I there is a game for PlayStation. The game sick. Game, it looks just like, dude, cool. it looks like knockoff Pokemon. No, no, up. that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's, yeah, it's like third tier. <laughs> this is awesome. Dude, this guy looks like Ash. Hundred. That's totally goal. Like, that's, okay. No, I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Dude, you guys, this is a deep cut. It's dude, the guy with the big eye, the big yellow dude, he looks like the guy from um, Monsters, Inc. Mike looks Wazowski. like Mike Wazowski, yeah, but he only has one leg. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> so weird. What the fuck is this? Bro. Um, yeah, Dragon, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, uh, thanks, favorite Dragoon. OPs, Mickey? Probably the Tokyo Avengers OP for me right now. Yeah. And then really quickly, I do want to comment. Um, getting a lot of hate, it seems like, for not including Fumal Alchemist Brotherhood. It's sick, and so is the original Fumal Alchemist, actually. It branches off from the original manga quite a bit. Um, it has its own unique anime-only ending, which is dope. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Flamalogus Brotherhood ending was like very corny, honestly. Wow. Um, I'll say it, but good overall, but like, and Aubrey mentioned, so like it could have made this list on a different day maybe, but yeah. I actually think Full Metal Alchemist and the accompanying movie, like the one that came out in the early 2000s had a way better ending personally, but. You, you heard it here. Heard it here. And then, um, Fire Force is sick as well. I had that on my list. Um, really just fun action anime with like, fucking incredible sound design I, I can't emphasize that enough and then it's like the fight scenes like when someone gets hit or like uses their power it's like a dub set like boom oh like, okay yeah, it's super sick and now, then attack on titan as well okay i, I was mention. gonna say we we're gonna go this whole episode without mentioning attack on I Titan, know. and i think that would have been attack uh, on titan justified part two of season four is airing right now um I, lucas and i have both finished yeah, the, manga. the manga and know what's coming um no spoilers, because I, I know that's like a really popular one, so even someone that doesn't watch a lot of anime might be aware and watching that one. Um, honestly, right at, at, at its current point of where it's at in the show, it is, it, it's an incredible anime, and I hope it continues that streak into the future. <laughs> Such a politi politician type of response to, to it. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Alrighty. Well, cool. Hey, I'm glad we knocked this one out. I think the fans had been clamoring for a, a top four Mount Rushmore anime. I know. I've been wanting long, to do one so. for a while just because, like, uh, watching a lot of anime. Yeah. 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 Um, all right, everyone. Well, I think that's mostly what we got today. Um, if you want to follow the pod, you can find us online. All of our handles on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They are at TFP Podcast. That's at TFP Podcast with an S at the end. And then you can also find um, in those bios our link tree. Um, and that link tree, you'll find links to our YouTube, as well as all the other socials, to our website. Most importantly, to our Discord. We have a fun and thriving Discord. We play Wordle every day together. It's That's a good right. time. Um, it seems to be what keeps everyone going in the day of corporate America. <laughs> I was just looking forward <laughs> to that Wordle every day. And hey, I get it. Um, so getting out in the Discord, it's a good time. Link in our link tree in our socials. And then choose, uh, feel free to shoot us an email. Thanks for playing pod at gmail.com. And if you want to follow me, Good idea. Matthew is my Twitter. Honestly, all I do right now is retweet stuff about soccer. So <laughs> it's probably not that much fun. Yeah. Uh, if you want to hit me up, you could hit me up to the Discord. Um, like Matt said, find us on the Discord. Uh, shoot me a DM. Let's uh, let's talk anime. Let's talk video games. Let's talk movies. Whatever. Uh, Producer Sam, you want to give the quick plug on what you've been up to lately? Yeah. Um, so if you want to check out some of the music I've been releasing, kind of do a lo-fi new job based style, it's called Vincent Moon. Uh, we have a couple more singles coming out in February. But yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Vincent Moon Music um, and hit me up on there if you want to chat about anything, uh, music, movies, uh, basketball. <laughs> um, I'm there, so... Love yeah. it. Nice. Love it, love it, love it. All right, everyone. Uh, I think that's all we got today. Uh, everyone that tuned in on the live stream, thanks for hanging out. It was a good time. And hey, everyone, remember, 
anything's possible. Wait, do that again, Matt. Look at the camera and say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it one more time. This camera? Yeah, yeah. And hey, everyone, remember, anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs>